0: really don't know the intro. Bro, you don't
1: listen enough to the intro. No, I, I know. skip through the intro and just listen to your sweet, sweet voice. Or skip through the intro. It's like the first five seconds. <laughs> it's I the best
2: that. part, dog. <laughs> My
0: bad. I go back and re listen to it. <laughs> you, brother. <laughs> nice. Cool. Well, nice. welcome back. My allergies are trash. atrocious. Um, Well, I wanted, We. I feel like the past. Few episodes when we've opened, we've kind of talked about like from a customer experience, what like our best or our worst mm-hmm. um, kind of shop experiences. Yeah, I think all of us have had the opportunity to be baristas um, or you know work in a shop, and without absolutely crapping on the customers <laughs> <laughs> or exposing them. Um, I don't know what has so. been like your worst coffee shop experience from the other side of the bar like like what's your worst customer that you've ever had Mm -hmm. or maybe just strangest encounter with the customer i don't know
2: caleb just i either i i I can go there's one yeah go ahead um it was like five not like five minutes like 10 to 15 minutes before closing right and this dude walks in and
0: Oh, the closing people. This is in he, Boston.
2: yeah, this is this was this is the only time I've like been an actual barista was in Boston, um, and this dude comes up and says, "Hey, can I get a hot chocolate?" So I wrote, I got, I grabbed a hot cup and like wrote it quickly because they want us to be in that shop. They're like, "You got to be fast efficient." So I was like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, sure. Um, and then he's like, wait wait, "Wait, wait, but I want it iced," and I was like, "Sir, we call that chocolate milk." Well, he <laughs> said, "said I wanted iced," and I was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> my bad." Um. And this was like my first week on the job. So I didn't know how to put that in the system. So I was just like, okay, like, like, do you want us to like make the hot chocolate hot and then put it over ice or like what? And he was like, no, 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 Just like, just like a hot chocolate iced. And I was like, what? So it was like a five minute debate about what he really wanted. And then at the end he's like, but I, but I don't actually don't want ice in it. So I was like, oh you just want hot chocolate or not. You just want chocolate milk. So I just got a thing. He's like, I was like, okay, do you just want milk? And then me to put chocolate syrup in it. He's like, yeah. And it ended up being like five Uh, bucks. And I was like, you could have bought a gallon gallon of chocolate milk for like a few more dollars. And you would have had many cups of chocolate milk. Okay. But at the same time,
0: chocolate milks over ice at coffee shops, hit so much differently yeah, but
2: really it wasn't do. over ice, though.
0: Yeah, I know. But he
2: he, literally just got
0: a regular chocolate milk. I swear milk. by ice chocolate milk, and that is the weirdest thing that's ever come from my Dude, lips.
1: Try a caramel ice chocolate milk. Yes,
0: yes, that's really good, too. That's I used to, fire. like, when I would close, I didn't want to drink, like, caffeine late at yeah, night. And so way. I would drink ice chocolate milk before <laughs> closing, and it's, like, the weirdest thing. But,
2: like, man, yeah. ice chocolate milk before going to bed. I think it was also it was just different. the fact that like we were about to close, and like yeah. it took five minutes just, just, just to order. like get yeah. the freaking him to just say he wanted chocolate milk. <laughs> I think he was embarrassed. I think he was embarrassed <laughs> that he was he ordering, wanted to sound fancy He and was technical. ordering chocolate milk. It's when like he, when
1: guys go to IHOP <laughs> and they want to order the tutti frutti.
2: <laughs> the let, let, let me get the uh, the the fruit one, the one with the strawberries and. Just like they try to make it sound all normal when it's not, and it's okay, I don't care, I'm just not gonna judge you. Maybe we should, maybe a little bit, but that's
0: a testament to restaurants out there. Restaurant owners, if you're listening to this, quit naming your items weird stuff,
1: you embarrass us men. (laughs) No, no, I say name them weirder if that's what you want, and and you are not willing to (laughs) compromise. Own it, don't try to dance around like that's not all you want. I walk up to the bar and i say i want an iced caramel latte and i say it with pride <laughs> and that is the girliest drink i can think okay of. you Brock tell him you want Martin. that mocha dip
0: chip frappuccino that's exactly what i want and oh. i'll say it with pride amen <laughs> josiah do you have anything or do you want me to go
1: um i, I guess i've had the privilege of not really having anybody that was that was like really a standout. Obviously Boom. there's like rude people that kinda have like a weird like misdemeanor. Yeah. But you kind of just like write those people off. Yeah. And just say, have a good day. And
2: It's us, isn't it? Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one time there were these two idiots that came in. One turned off the grinder. And I was like, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> as soon as six other people walk in. That's my favorite thing to do. It's so it's funny. It's my favorite thing to do now. I did it to Olivia today. Nice. And she was like, oh, my God. What uh, the heck? <laughs> <laughs> you fell for the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. Uh, well, if you're not going to out anyone, no, I'm kidding. Th- there was one time that it, it wasn't like, it wasn't a, like a bad customer experience, but it just like kind of made me giggle a little bit. Yeah. Whenever uh, it was at your coffee cart. and Oh, brother. Uh, at an oh. And that one woman walked up, you probably remember this, and she just goes, I'll just have the espresso and milk. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, cool. and she, and <laughs> How I tried, much milk? <laughs> I, yeah, but then I tried to explain that and she was like, no, just espresso and milk. And I was like, Okay, so I just made her a latte and just called it a day. Heck
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. Yeah, we that's love one thing. gaslighting customers.
0: <laughs> running like, the, always running like my catering cart mm-hmm. and having prices right there where people can order mm-hmm. without their normal, like, I don't know, Starbucks names of things. Mm-hmm. They get confused and they just look at the price of things and they go... I want espresso because it's the cheapest thing on the menu because it has yeah, nothing added like, in that's it. That's not what you really want. But like want. Starbucks has, love them to death, LOL. They have confused so many people because- he, he said big coffee. Uh, big. <laughs> don't cancel me. <laughs> said <that> <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for us. They found a star. No. Uh, um. I, I think one of their drinks that was really popular like two years ago that really confused people was their ice shake and espresso. And yes. it literally was just an oat milk latte over ice. Yep. And so people, I was a barista at the time, people would always come in and say, can I get an ice shake and espresso? I was like, you want me to make espresso, put it over ice and then shake it for you? And they're like, no, I want oat milk with it. And I was like, so you want a latte with oat milk? <laughs> uh, I have so many freaking <laughs> stories. Like, like and that's like the thing is, people don't understand coffee culture and that's okay.
1: Okay, you know what's upsetting though? Whenever people walk in and the only question they ask is, Do y'all have frappuccinos? And I say, Well, I can make you an iced latte, and then they just leave. Yeah. And like, there's no reconciliation for not having a yeah, frappuccino. Yeah, they just dip. Ugh, it's such a, like, it breaks my heart, honestly. Yeah. Well,
2: I, I think people also just don't understand like how much goes into coffee. Because, yeah. uh, cause, like, if I tell someone about the podcast, like someone who really doesn't. Care about coffee? I was like, oh, you have podcast. Like, what's it about i say coffee? And they're like, how can you talk about coffee that much? I was like, I was like, bro, there's so much. Yeah, there is yeah. so much. Yeah,
0: people just don't. City folks just don't get it. And I'm I'm just like that was like, a farmers only commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsor us, <is> farmers only. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is a paid part. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. People don't get it. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Caleb. It's I'm so okay. Rude. It,
2: it's okay. I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> um. I forgot. I'll say it anyway. So we can just keep going. Uh, <laughs> okay. Jesse, what was your story from behind the bar?
0: Um. I'm going to share a story. And like, there's so many, like, especially around Christmas time, there's so many instances where like people view you as a machine. And not as a person. Yes. And so while like several of my stories are like funny and I can laugh about, I'm like, oh, they don't know coffee and stuff, and like that's not something that I ever really would get frustrated people about. Like it was silly and I'd laugh about it type thing. But it's not like yeah. not, I'm not going to judge them over it. But it was over like customers who would treat me like a machine and not as a person with feelings that I always would get livid about. Um, but it, the story that <laughs> sticks out most recently, there's so many. Um, but the one that sticks out most recently was I was the same day you were t- just talking about on our, when I was doing coffee catering, well, it was the next day, it was Saturday. It was super busy. Oh
1: yeah, couldn't be there
0: Um, like I had sold out of milk already and had to go to send my wife to get more milk to like reload. And I was running low on coffee. I was running low on syrups and like really r- struggling. And it's like one or two o'clock and I'd already been pumping it out all by myself. Well, my wife was helping me do some like taking orders and stuff, but really pumping it out by myself for like five hours, six hours straight and like nonstop line, really good for, you know, business. But it takes a toll. it got to the point where like, I was so drained, not just me, but like my cart and everything that I needed to like reload. And so I had my wife make a sign and hang it up on the front of the cart that said, we're closing or we're closed for lunch break and restock. And I put that on the front of the cart I told this family, I said, Y'all are gonna be the last family I serve. And I looked at everyone else in line and I said, Hey, like, I'll be back after lunch. Give me 45 minutes to restock. And I just kept making that family's order, mm-hmm. set it down. And then one guy came up. He was at the end of the line. Everyone else got out of line. And he, instead of, you know, following suit and going and like shopping somewhere else, got to the very front, looked at me and goes, I just want a hot chocolate. That's not that hard, is it? And I look at him and said, it's not that hard, but I am literally out of water right now and I cannot steam you anything. <laughs> and he was like, yes, you can. And so okay. I literally, I oh, <laughs> was cool. like, okay, so I used what steam I had left in the machine because like it stays hot and gave him like a very mediocre hot chocolate. And because the steam didn't work very well, um, the last little bit of milk that i had was super foamy and i tried to pour a tulip but instead it came out as a phallic shape and i and i also i was out of lids at this point too and so i handed him this hot chocolate with a phallic shape on it and i said i'm so sorry i'm out of lids and so this grown man had to walk around drinking a hot chocolate he
2: he deserves it (laughs) he He deserved it
0: and I like was so upset, but at the same time, like I went and sat down over lunch and I was like, serves him right. I wish I would have like taken a picture of that, but it was was so good. Uh, So you should
2: have just kept telling him no and told him to leave. Yeah, I
0: should have, but I'm kind and man, I, he saw me as a machine and I saw him as money. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. I saw him as $2.50 or whatever (laughs) hot
1: chocolate cost.
2: I oh, just want a hot chocolate.
1: Uh, it's not that know. hard. Yeah. Make it yourself, then. Yeah, facts. Cool. <laughs> That's not that hard, is it? <laughs> yeah. So, that was fun. Um, what was his name?
2: I don't know. I could look up on the card. Where does he live? Uh, <laughs> Longview, Texas.
1: Did you look up the word phallic for that story?
0: No, no, no. I, I use that frequently. <laughs> <laughs> if you have kids at home, don't Google that in front of them. <laughs> and Kids? Don't Google that. In Don't front of Google your it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna go <laughs> to our uh kind of the main part of the show. Thanks for joining us for just fun coffee talk. Um. But we're gonna be looking. Past few weeks been looking at Africa and the growing regions there. And this week we're zooming in on Ethiopia, the birthplace of coffee. Let's go. Um. Kind of. We're looking at the, you know, origin of so many great coffees, but really it's the origin of the coffee story. Do either of y'all, like, have y'all read about, like, the quote-unquote, like, how coffee came to be? Um, yes. Okay, and cool.
2: How it's, like, <laughs> kind of, like kind of a folk tale. kind of a folk tale kind yeah. of a myth a little bit. Yeah. Um because Please it me... is kind of hilarious to be honest. Yeah, for sure. Tell tell me what you know about
0: it I, I think it's fun.
2: So, it, it in my notes I have it origin of all coffee in parentheses I have goat story. Amen. Um, <laughs> so, basically, I don't I think what I read it was like <laughs> 850 BC or something or like AD. I can't remember. I think I have AD. Okay, 850 AD. Um it so like these shepherds i as they would like take their sheep around um every time they went through this certain area like the the sheep would eat this from this certain plant and they'd become like hyper and they start running around and and getting all crazy yeah um so how it, how, how the roasting kinda of started is they they grabbed these plants and they're like, These are from the devil. So they threw it into a fire. Amen. And then like the aroma from it was amazing. So they're like, maybe there's something to this. So they so <laughs> they started eating it. They just like started eating the coffee beans. Um, <laughs> that that's what I saw. And then they, Yeah yeah that's what I have they, too. Yeah they started eating it and just like from and they they would use it for like energy and stuff. And I saw a lot I saw a lot of people say like um like labor workers would often like mix it with balls of other stuff. Yeah, like animal fat and butter. Yeah. That's so weird to me. Yeah, and then just eat it for energy for like
0: travel and throughout the day. It's kind of how like people today have chocolate covered espresso beans, but they had butter covered <laughs> espresso. <laughs> 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 Delicious. Let's go back to my house
1: and make some of those. <laughs> right now. Dude, oh, on a, oh, totally different note, but we should try that olive oil latte. You know what, what? I'm about? No, no. What Starbucks. One that Starbucks
2: does. Okay, we'll try. Anyways, back. Oh, yeah, that's for another time. For another that's time. That's for another time. Um, but yeah, and then eventually they were. This is where the story. I'm just kind of like, I don't know how this happened, but I don't know how, or I don't know how else it would happen. But they were just like, yeah, we'll we'll just put it in some water, and then that's how like they started like getting the drink of coffee as they yeah. just started diluting it with water. And I was like, I was like, yeah. And then and then I saw something I was like, then they decided to grind it down. And I was like, there's definitely either more to that or this story is fake. Because they don't just, I feel like you don't just decide to just, <laughs> let's just, you know, take yeah. the time.
1: And then Cowboys started boiling Cafe Bustelo. Hey, Amen. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: sponsor of Big Coffee? No. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that's super interesting. And maybe it was like out of a, maybe they also when I thought about this I was trying to th- mm-hmm. rationalize it like okay how did this actually come to be type thing and maybe they like used the coffee beans as like tea because surely they that's had tea true. around the same time We're like true oh, maybe is. we should try to steep this in water and see what yeah, happens that would make sense um, okay
1: because didn't they eat tea leaves first before they boiled them
0: probably I like I would assume so
1: I mean that seems like, I feel that, like that's that seems the lo- kind of how that, like the natural, that seems like, like the logical
2: of just like yeah this, the, like the evolution of food is probably a lot like yeah that.
1: like we started eating eggs and then we started boiling them yeah <laughs> which we found the
2: perfect way to
1: cook olives. and
0: then we found our perfect Hard-boiled. drink in the morning yeah. oh, no breakfast in the morning <laughs> <laughs> hard boiled water oh gosh hard boiled egg water that sounds horrible yeah, we did the, the same water. thing with hot dogs okay <laughs> I'll stop um, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> ew. so people I think would do that and then I don't know I think Also, like with tea leaves, Mm -hmm. we like break up tea leaves. And so maybe they're like just viewed it very similar to tea and we're like, oh, maybe we could like grind these up and see what happens. And, you know, surely they just had someone back at camp or in the village that was like, I got free time. I'll try this out. What's going to happen? But maybe, I don't know. Um, Super wild um, that happened in Ethiopia and we're there this week to kind of discuss, you know, Two thousand years later, what's happening in the coffee world there? Maybe not two thousand years, maybe a thousand and three hundred years later, but
1: um
0: cool. I don't I'm kind of blanking where to go from here, but uh when we talk about um like growing regions in Ethiopia, mm-hmm. I have two questions kind of just to start. Um a similar question to last week and probably another similar question to last week. Um The first one in growing regions, what is your like favorite growing region in Ethiopia? Or like when you think of Ethiopian coffee, what do you think of? And I know someone's going to say Yurgachev, and that's okay.
2: But what's like your favorite? And maybe it is that. (laughs) So mine used to be Yurgachev because that's all I knew. Yeah. Um, But the more I drink Ethiopian Ethiopian coffee, which I frequently do because I love it so much. Yeah. Um I really like the Sadamo region, which is also the yeah. other basic one. But Yeah, which is, you know, right there next to Yorgachev. It's it's really good and I and I like the I, I like the more citrusyness of it more than like Yorgachev. Um is so <laughs> more like the blueberry and has a little bit of a chocolatiness to it. Yeah. But um Sedamo has like a little bit of chocolatiness but not definitely not as much as like Yorgachev. Yeah. Um and I, I really like like the citrus kind of Notes I get from Sadamo. So that's probably my favorite. Yeah.
0: Josiah, what's like your favorite region that you've had from Ethiopian?
1: I'm super fake. He's
0: never had Ethiopian. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no. Um, I've mostly had Ethiopian blends. Mm. Yeah. And
0: that's fine. That's um, there's really good blends out there, especially like Silver Grizzly has a really good Ethiopian blend. I think. Yeah, I could be wrong. No, no, a, no.
1: You had a blend from Onyx the other day. I, yeah. I did, yeah. The I tropical did, yeah, weather blend, The yeah, the tropical weather, but also isn't that the gradient, the Ethiopian blend? No, no, no. That's
0: a Silver Colombian Grizzly? blend, I believe. But I could be
2: completely wrong. I, wow, I didn't I'm think Silver Grizzly like, had an Ethiopian blend because I felt like yeah, they're they're like the blends they do were mostly like South American. Yeah,
0: they, I think they are. Um, <laughs> you, But I don't. It's Southern Weather. Oh. Where,
1: I know. I went into Silver Grizzly one time and I had a V60 and I poured it myself and they were like what bean do you want to use? So I used the Ethiopia Woosh Woosh. Nice. And it is from uh the Cherico variety. Right. What does it have like a, a region.
2: growing
0: region on it? What like coffee zone it's from? I'm finding this out as we speak. He's Googling. He's he's researching. Region is Cherico. Region is Cherico. I'm looking for that on my map. And kind of looks like Chericho. Chericho. I don't see time, it on my map, but time maybe it's a like,
2: resort to My Coffee Bible by James Hoffman. Amen. Let's see what he says about the, about the Chericho. I just
1: remember having that one and I was like, that yeah. is tasty.
2: Bussin'. Was it Was
1: it, it was quite bussin'.
0: Nice. Cool. I. I don't really I mean I'm going to I'm going to be basic here and say I really like Yirgacheffe and that's probably what I'd say my favorite is but I'd say it's also because it's probably cuz it's the most sought after it's the most mm-hmm. yeah. frequently used by roasters I have a different Ethiopian for an Ethiopian from Harar. um I think it's western Harar, um which is like more northeast um east Ethiopia um right now that I've roasted and I really enjoy that um but, I don't know, I always go back to Yurgachev because it has, you know, what, in my mind when I'm like, oh, this is an Ethiopian coffee, what it's supposed to taste like, like I feel like that embodies it. Um, did we find out where that growing region was before I move on to my next I question?
2: I am looking for it. My laptop's being kind of slow. Dang, am looking for it as well. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He found it,
0: right? On so Sarsely's
1: website, that's what it says.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm sure it is, but I'm looking at yeah, my like map Grand and it Mimus may just be Sadama, really small.
2: Mimu, Jima, Harar, Yirgachev, I can't find The washing station is Yaye.
0: Ooh, really can't help you there cuz that's very precise. Um I don't doubt them at all. And Oh yeah,
1: Yaye, Ethiopia is super small.
0: What's part of Ethiopia is it in?
2: Let me go to. Google He's gonna map. go to Google Maps, Maps yeah. bro. On Onyx, they have a Ethiopia Cherico honey. Okay, so it's it's a region. It, it, it is a region. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you okay? Do you see a Arbegona,
2: Ethiopia? Yeah, it's, so okay, it's in the Arbegona region, I think. Yeah, uh, it's, that, it's that's so, just uh, getting like it's super part. Specific. It's part of the region. Okay, I have some coffee from the Arbagona region also Okay, they're just getting like I guess Cherico super is like
1: probably a region within that region. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Cool, cool, cool. Yeah.
1: Well, so in a broader sense, Arbagona.
0: Yeah, cool. Apparently. Um Yeah, kind of going like a step further into that. Last week I asked what and I asked this later in the conversation. We're going to I'm just going to go dive in earlier with mm-hmm. this question. I asked If you could describe Kenyan coffee in one word, what word would you use? If you could describe Ethiopian coffee this week in one word, what word would you use?
1: This is really easy for me because I have immediately thought this with every Ethiopian coffee that I've had. And that is fruity
2: and juicy. One word.
1: I'm kidding. (laughs) Fruity and juicy.
2: (laughs) Okay. I was going to say fruity. Personally. (laughs) (laughs)
0: taken
1: and that's part of why i think people that are new to drinking straight black coffee yeah it's it's like a very approachable Mm -hmm. coffee yeah
0: yeah if i'm gonna take two words (laughs) my first word is blueberry (laughs) whether every single coffee i've had from ethiopia tastes like it or not I feel like every roaster out there who roasts an Ethiopian coffee puts, puts that in their, in their yeah. tasting <laughs> notes, whether it tastes like it or not. It can taste like strawberries. They put blueberry. <laughs> um, but the word that I would use that's Tasty notes are fake. more like accurate for my description of Ethiopian coffee on a grand scale um, and not just like a, a gimmick or joke would be tea-like, tea hmm. with a dash and like in it. So what's one word?
1: Do you remember that morning that you made an AeroPress? Yes. And we were both like, Oh my gosh! Yes. This tastes exactly like a strawberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that oh, was that the, from the Italian onyx. Yeah, the Italian yeah, onyx.
0: Yeah, yeah from <laughs> Aliena. Yeah, and we Roasters? were like,
1: this tastes exactly <laughs> like a strawberry. This is insane. Yeah,
0: it's so good. I brew that, brewed that on a uh, an Aeropress the other day because I still had like just a little bit left. Yeah, that was um, real unreal. And the, the but I did it. Method. I did it where I sponsor us. Alexander. I don't know what it's called where I as you press it i pressed it over a of like a bunch of ice and so i instantly co- cooled it down uh, it has a technical word um
1: yeah oh i know what you're talking about um
0: but it was really really good that
2: way cuz it was just like t-like. Have you've you ever done a pour over over like the the cold metal ball you know what i'm talking I've about i've seen that but the I'm, chill I'm not, extraction theory yeah i haven't
0: invested in a cold metal ball um but i have like um really large cubes of ice um <laughs> That I do it over, that way it like doesn't melt it because they're large yeah. pieces of ice. And so I really enjoy doing that. Um, I've a narrow
2: press like that.
0: Yeah. Be I had one that. more question that was kind of just in this like bang, 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 knock them out early questions. Um, oh, it's another question that I asked last week. Is there one specific Ethiopian coffee that you've had when you like think of like all your coffee tasting experiences that you're like oh wow like that one stands out above all the rest
1: that one that you brought home I, I yeah. super enjoyed that one yeah that one was so that one sticks insane. out
2: the most it's one that I am currently drinking well okay there's two there's two that sh- that like stick out of my brain one is from that one from equator coffee that I had like about a month ago mm-hmm. um that was from the Sadamu region. And it, like, when I, d- I did an AeroPress with it, that's how I mainly brewed it. And it was, like, super, like, one of the taste notes was sweet lemon. And it was, like, you could, like, it was super lemony. And there's one that I have right now. It's an Ethiopian from this roastery in Scotland. But I'll talk more about it later when we do What's in the Bag. Nice. Cool. Um, I feel
0: super fake right now but my favorite ethiopian coffee that i've ever had was one time um it was from tweed and i can't think of the name of it and the, they have not had that coffee like in rotation again since then i don't know if like huh. they quit partnering with that farm and i can't remember the name of it for the life of me i nearly ordered from like a very similar region um, and i can't remember the name of like, the farm that it came from. Hmm. What Um, region was it? No, I can't remember, like, any of those details. The thing I remember, though, is it tasted like lime. You you do be, like, in lime. I remember drinking it and going, like, what the freaking mess is this? This is, like, it was so unique. Interesting. And, like, that was probably why they ordered it at Joe Pine is because it was very unique and super, like, yeah. Citrusy, but I think a mm-hmm. lot of the citrusy that I have is like grapefruit and mm. sometimes lemon, but it was like straight up lime juice. Interesting. But like in the best way. And yeah. so I can't remember where it's at. If I if I think of it over the next like week or two, I'm going to do a deep dive because that question just re reminded me hmm. of that tasting experience. So those are my three like starter questions. Um, just to kind of get us talking about Ethiopia. Um Caleb, you said you had uh, something you wanted to bring up or a question. It's okay. Sorry, say that again. You, um, you had a question or something you wanted to talk about? About oh, you wanted to talk about um Ethiopian coffee beans? Like there are three. Uh, oh varieties, yeah, right? this is something I
2: wrote down. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know much ab- about them. Yeah. Um. I mean, so you got like the you got long berry, yep, shortberry, yep. and mocha. And what I've yep. read is like the long berry, um, that's that's usually what they consider like the most high quality quote mm-hmm. unquote um beans. And they're the largest, obviously, 'cause they're the they're called the long berry. Mm-hmm. Um and there's the shortberry, which is also good. And it's just I guess just not as high quality. There wasn't really much on yeah, shortberry that I just Smaller, it's just, still really good. It's just smaller. Yeah, and then there's the mocha bean, and that one that that's where you get like the notes, obviously, because it's called the mocha. Yeah, but um, I've that, read that it's even like spicier. Yes, I've heard it's like spicier. I read that it was like spicier, and it was it had that chocolateiness to it. But that's also like where w- when like the flavors are a little more diverse, that's that's usually comes from mocha because it's probably like the. L- the least consistent one yeah. out of the three that's like consistently this or this. Yeah, for sure. Um so <laughs> that's just a little short thing about like the the three categories of the Arabica coffee that it kind of falls into. Yeah. The, um the ca- the subcategory of the category. <laughs> yeah. That
0: I think the like Ethiopia is so vast. They're in their coffee because A, they've been doing it yeah, for, for so long. But B like it's so well known in the specialty Mm -hmm. coffee world that everyone is like, I have like got to order that. And so there's, it's like from what I've read, like in the Ethiopian culture, like coffee is so commodified. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like this drink that you have in community and like uh, what they have this phrase. I read it earlier to Josiah. Um, and I was being really silly when I read it to him. Um, golly, what is it and where is it? Um, maybe maybe I'm just dumb and I can't find it. But basically, the phrase translated to coffee is our bread. Hmm. Meaning, like bread is this thing that it's a household item. Yeah, It's in every single person's house. Like you live oh, by uh, bread.
1: Buna dabona.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to say it um, <laughs> without being able to read it. But like, bread is this household thing that every single person uses to, like, survive. Mm-hmm. And so they use, like, every single person has coffee, and it's, like, this thing of survival type thing. Yeah. So I thought that was super interesting. Um,
2: um. And you, you talking about coffee in Ethiopia being just, like, vast, and there's so much going on there. Um, I guess, I know we mentioned this a few weeks ago when we briefly, like, talked about ethiopia doing our growing regions episode mm-hmm. um but that does i feel like that does bring us to the heirloom variety yeah that we always see yeah um because like i feel like i feel like it's fallen out a little bit of just you've seen it all the time because there's so much like traceability with technology and stuff yeah. like that these days um like we're able to trace the coffee better. So we're able to better fit their varieties. But like, yeah, I read something. There's like, I think it's like, there's, there's hundreds of Mm -hmm. different varieties of coffee Mm -hmm. beans. in Ethiopia Because it's grown naturally. Like it's all, it's all organic. There's no, like they didn't create
0: it in a lab. Like it's not SL 28 or 34 or 42. Or or it's
2: not like Brazil where there's like manufactured plantations. Like it's all grown in the wild. Yeah.
0: Um, Or like from what I've read, and this kind of defeats the point of what you're getting at and you can go back to talking about it, but yeah. like farmers have like, they plant coffee plants mm-hmm. literally just outside their house all over the place. Yeah. And so they'll plant like larger trees first. So that there's a little bit of shade for the mm-hmm. like, coffee shrubs and bushes and they plant those. And then like they're just houses are surrounded by coffee shrubs so that they can just go harvest it super close to their home and it just grows so naturally. Insane. And then they just process it and sell it, and it's like crazy. Like yeah. even small, they and they'll probably take it to like a a co op or you know a mm-hmm. place like that yeah, where yeah, yeah. it can be processed better.
1: Um, but they just grow it at their house, which is insane to me. Guys, I don't even um, want to drink coffee anymore. I want to go to Ethiopia, pick it off the bush, and eat, eat, it, eat it while butter. it's ripe. <laughs> oh, with butter, butter around <laughs> it. Oh gosh, I c- dude, I have a hankering <laughs> that can only be sated by butter coffee oh my (laughs) My gosh
2: yeah but But, (laughs) i say the heirloom variety (laughs) before josiah got weird um that like that's just kind of like the catch-all term of like these these like processing plants or like these distributors are just like yeah we don't really know what kind of variety it is like Josiah, you talk about the Panama Typica a lot. Like, the Typica is the variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, you don't really be seeing the variety a lot in Ethiopian coffee. Because, coffee. like, Jesse was saying, like, people are just growing them in their backyard. Yeah. They, and, they're and not then, saying, oh, I'm going to grow this specific type. They're
0: just like, I'm growing this because I'm going to make money for my family. Exactly. Exactly. So What
1: variety is this? <laughs> um, Backyard? <laughs> <laughs> so they just side yard (laughs) mailbox (laughs) uh, (laughs) flower bed
2: (laughs) dog bed (laughs) um but yeah they kind of like they just kind of use this as a catch-all term so i think it's just super interesting that like i feel like like we were talking about people who like kind of think they know a lot about coffee they're like oh yeah the heirloom variety i I like that one a lot. Yeah. Brother, that's like a hundred different ones. Yeah. Which which one brother? They, they never taste the same. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is super interesting. And
2: I guess maybe that's what like, why specialty like Ethiopian coffee is, is always like pretty highly seen just because the cup's always going to be different. Yeah. Like from bag to bag, even if it's from the same roaster, like they're going to be similar of course, but like you don't know if it's, variety number 80 or variety number 800 like yeah yeah, yeah cuz there's like thousands of coffee varieties just in
0: that country yes. which is crazy to think about and so like from everything i've read from like and there's so many like really large regions and kind of what we were just talking about a minute ago like there's large regions and there's smaller regions mm-hmm. then why we couldn't find this larger region yep. is cuz there's so many smaller ones and they call those micro regions um they talk about how even like farm to farm, they can be just hundreds or thousands of yards away, like really close to one another. And they'll still have their own like very distinctive flavor profile. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Because just of like the different plant type or the different altitude or the different, I don't even know, like different process that they decide to use. Um, And most of those, which is insane, is like most coffees that come from there Typically grade higher than 80, which is, getting, given the title, specialty coffee. Mm-hmm. So,
1: I think it's cool that even though they're so close and they're in the same regions, they all have their own unique flavors, but at the same exact time, it's not going to not taste like an Ethiopian coffee. Yeah. Like, you know it's an Ethiopian coffee, but there's these little minute differences that make it unique.
0: Yeah, it's got like that it factor that makes it Ethiopian. Yeah. That like, while it can, you can sit it right next to another one, It's and it tastes completely different. It also has the same like uniqueness that makes it Ethiopian, and I think that is super cool. Um, Yeah, we about to say something? No, No, not about this.
2: I have another topic to talk about, but we can talk about that later. Okay,
0: yeah, we can we can change gears because I was going to change
2: gears, but I'm I'm going to go with yours. Okay, Um, I was just going to talk about like like obviously we talk a lot about like the coffee itself, but like Mm -hmm. um. I feel like especially in Ethiopia, there's like so much like current day going on just yeah. in the country itself. Um, Cause I saw a quick thing. I, I just looked it up a little more um, while you were talking, but just about like the Ethiopia, someone called like quote unquote Ethiopian coffee threat. Yeah. Um, I didn't know they were in a civil war or like just got mm-hmm. out of a civil yeah. war right now. Um, oh, for real? Yeah. Dang. So um, inflation in <laughs> Ethiopia is like up like thirty five percent. Yeah. Or like 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 thirty ish thirty five percent. Um so like like having that like coffee I think is like they thirty percent of their ex maybe it was like more, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty large number of their exports is yeah. coffee. Yeah. Um so like with with that we're gonna like we're seeing we're seeing that in like coffee prices also cuz like it, if you look at an Ethiopian it's like it's so much more expensive than like a Colombian which is also a pretty highly coveted type of coffee mm-hmm. or like like area to get coffee from um so i just th- i just thought that was like super interesting yeah of just like uh, like in in countries like if we did something like oh Ho- if you look at like Hawaii if their coffee economy crashed like their country's not going under. You know yeah, what I mean? They have tourism which yeah. is their big money yeah. but, but like if yeah. you take like, a country like Ethiopia or Kenya or something like these countries that like have a history of being war torn, yeah, and they produce so much coffee like mm-hmm. they're they're if they lose the industry like it's over. You yeah, know what I mean? It's like, be like half a, their yeah, economy like, like they got an economic a, crisis. Yeah. They got to reset, you know.
1: Yeah, something that's that's kind of Interesting though, like just think about how many different roasters have an Ethiopian coffee, and how much Ethiopian coffee that's out there that's that's Mm -hmm. exported and stuff. Mm -hmm. Roughly fifty percent of the coffee that comes from Ethiopia is export, and then the other fifty percent is just enjoyed domestically. So just think about like how much much coffee coffee they they drink doing there. Yeah, (laughs) Ethiopia, like as a country, like like think about it. In just relation to the size of America, mm-hmm. the size of the UK, um, uh, other countries that mm-hmm. that consume a lot of coffee, and we're uh, amongst the rest of us is <laughs> just fifty yeah. percent, and then the other fifty percent is just there. Yeah, so that's they're kind doing of crazy. coffee all day. I mean, because when
2: you think about it, like they're like, yeah, they're not they're importing like, anything. They're
1: yeah, they're, it's just there. Yeah,
2: it, but also like. They kind of have that ceremony of like, I, I was watching a video and they're like, "Yeah, well, like we hear the word ceremony and we think it's like a special thing, like everyone's doing it. Like they're just doing it like every day, yeah. La- like, like breakfast, yeah. But like, not it, just breakfast. Like, it's
1: as normal to them as whenever someone like a family member walks into your house, you give them a hug. Like, yeah,
2: it's as normal. To it, them. Instead of like, hey, do you want a glass of water? Like, hey, you want a cup of coffee? Yeah, um, and
0: like all day type
2: thing. Yeah, yeah, it's super interesting.
0: Um." you kind of brought this up and so I recently and by recently I mean about two hours ago I knocked out some homework about Ethiopia mm-hmm. uh, you were over it the other day but I like presented yeah. it today um, I did a, a project over like persecution of Christians in Ethiopia mm-hmm. and um, kind of what you said about like being war torn yeah. that had so much to do with it because for the most part they were led by monarchs um, mm-hmm. until the 70s in like 1974 they had like a the military took over, and there was something yeah. called the Derg, which was just like the military leaders who led the country, mm. and they became a communist country. Yeah, and so I wonder what that did for the coffee industry there. You know, going from you know it's probably a pretty open, um, open empire, market, yeah. yeah, to becoming this communist country. Um, maybe I don't even know. I don't want to get into that because that's all speculation at that point. But that lasted for like. 15, 16 years, Hmm. um, and then they have just, like, they became a democratic democratic republic, which most time we know that's usually code for not necessarily a republic or a democratic country, Um, and they've just had, like, I just Googled, like, wars in Ethiopia, and there's literally, like, like it fills the whole screen up and you have to scroll to look at so many just in a span of like the past 20 or 30 years. And a lot of that happens, you know, within their own country. And so that is crazy, um, to think about how much Mm -hmm. the coffee industry like relies on them, but also like the amount of wars that happen within their country
2: and how it could like flip like that. So, so something I'm reading just kind of like going, going along with what Josiah was talking about earlier with like the percentage of, of coffee production, things like that. um, so a lot of like the smaller suppliers in Ethiopia it says they were unable to meet their usual production levels with some down by as much as 80%. Wow. Ooh. So like they're probably drinking less coffee as a country too because they're probably importing a lot of it right now just cuz like they still the country still needs the the money yeah from like the imports so they can't just like they can't just like drink drink away They can't all get high homeless. on their own supply. Like, yeah, bro, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: That's funny, yeah.
0: Um That is super interesting. I think there's so it's much. It's like whenever
1: I have yeah. five glasses of milk while I'm at work. Hey, Amen. And, then, and then, bro, then now we're out of milk
0: and I'm texting the manager saying, hey, we need more milk. You need to go to Kroger?
1: <laughs> hey, I'm out of milk to drink. This is a problem.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not we are. I'm out of milk. Golly. That's in your contract. I must be allowed to drink six glasses of milk per day. I don't want yeah, shift drinks. I want milk. <laughs> I want
0: shift gallons of milk. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of e- shift That's my shift drink.
1: You would add Absolutely. a gallon of milk. I just take it out of the fridge. And I'm just like, see you guys. Like, what are you doing? It's like, my shift drink. My <laughs> shift drink.
2: You would throw up. So If you like drank it while you were on shift. Like if you just chugged the thing of milk.
0: You know how a lot of times you'll have like a water sitting under the bar, and like you'll be sipping <laughs> yeah, on it. A, a customer comes in, and you're just casually drinking out of a gallon. <laughs> and no you big just deal. Put it back under the bar, not <laughs> yeah. in the fridge. In the fridge. <laughs> and then you
1: just take. You're just like, <laughs> oh, sorry. What can I get for you? Yeah, <laughs> hey, bro. you like
2: take <laughs> their <laughs> order with the milk must with like a milk mustache. <laughs>
1: oh, and then like out of
0: nowhere, got milk pops up on <laughs> the the words like words behind you.
1: <laughs> no. And then they order a latte and then you just you, grab you, that milk. <laughs> you can't use your You're supply of milk. milk. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Can they just watch you the whole time?
2: I hate that. Oh uh, well How did we get there? That's I don't I don't know. Don't ask. Though. Don't Oh getting high on our own supply. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. My bad guys. Uh, it's okay. Um
0: So Yeah, I don't really know. What I was going to say, I lost my train of thought, but um, when I, I don't know, I'm, always when we do these things, I'm very, like, my focus always goes towards, like, independent growing regions, so, like, in Yurgachev and Sadama, mm-hmm. Sadama um, and geography, and, like, I've already shared that I'm a nerd in geography yeah. and, like, care about that, uh, but one thing about Yurgachev that I noticed is that, like, it's in southern... Ethiopia. But then Sadama like pretty much completely surrounds it. Like there's some other ones here and there, like Guji and um this, words are really small so I can't read. But like Sadama pretty much like surrounds it, which is super interesting. Like I don't know. I don't know how they differentiate it. I'm sure it's based off like um the Great Rift Valley, which we kinda talked about last week, and then just probably rainfall and I don't know, soil levels and stuff like that. But I thought that was super interesting. Um, just to see how Yurgachev is like nestled in between all these other really famous growing regions.
2: Um but um, so I kinda just want to take a little bit of a harder transition here and just kind of talk about um I know we talk a lot about like the coffee itself and like more of like the the land it comes from. <laughs> Sorry, Jesse <laughs> is having a sneezing <laughs> fit over here. He's like bent over the trash can sneezing so hard right now. <laughs> i'm gonna survive <laughs> okay anyway but like we talk about like the area and the and the climate and all that stuff but i think it's also especially with ethiopia and a lot of these african copies i think it's really important to talk about like the history of the area and like how that is affecting things because mm-hmm. um ethiopia has been through a, a lot like as a country like mm-hmm. very war torn and there's been a lot of slavery um going on a lot of slavery yeah, yeah. a lot of it um so so
0: especially like more recently like within the last 40 to 60 years cuz mm-hmm. that's when the um, monarchy kind of got like overwritten. I wrote a paper about this the other day. Like, I'm a nerd. <laughs> uh
2: like I I know for a long time um the Arab people um that, did I say that correctly? Arab, 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 Arab. I think that's I what think it is. All
0: of them are okay, but it's like potato, patata. But that last one, was Arab, right? Yeah.
2: So the the Arab people, I think, are like, correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, they they kind of enslaved the Ethiopian people for a long time, and that's kind of like that's that's kind of where the coffee trade was mostly run out of was that that slavery process. But oh, then, wow. but then from that, I mean, not anymore. Obviously, that's it's like a free free trade thing yeah but um i i think uh a big a big thing for a long time was that but also like whenever they kind of got out of that state there's been a a, there's there's a uh, pretty sure there's a civil war there yeah and um and that kind of messed up a lot of the country yeah and and a lot of the soil like a lot of the soil was affected and the Mm -hmm. climate and the and just like everything was kind of affected from it just because um as in wars bland is going to get ruined and yeah and people are gonna die and yeah um, and things are gonna get split up and everything um yeah
0: i think that's one thing like even as we just continue to move forward in this podcast always remembering Mm -hmm. is that like while we talk about all these different climate things. There's always people behind the coffee. Yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. they're growing it, they're sourcing it, they're doing all these things just to get it on our kitchen table or wherever we brew coffee every morning. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you can see how that destroys a country, not only economically but also like, I guess, emotionally and socially Mm -hmm. as the people.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, one of my favorite things that. uh, One of my favorite uh guitar pedal companies always say is that mm-hmm. companies don't make products people make products mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i think like we just stated like that's mm-hmm. really important to remember that with all these coffee sales and the prices of coffee like there's there's a reason that prices go up or down yeah and um that could be having especially like how we talked with Kenya how mm-hmm. yeah. like that's such a big part yeah. of like that's all like basically all of their imports. Like mm-hmm. it's their biggest import and it's like over sixty percent, we said. It's like kind of? sixty or eighty or yeah, something. It's crazy. It's like export, right? Not import. Like export. What they're saying, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Um but, but that affects people's lives. Sorry, yeah. the like when you're talking about Kenya, I read something the other day. I know we talked about Kenya last week, but mm-hmm. um, and I know earlier in this episode we talked about like how Ethiopia also like uh they drink a lot of their own coffee.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. We talked about that earlier.
2: Yeah. Um, and so I know like Kenya, they don't drink, they almost don't drink any of their own coffee because they all drink tea. Like it's a tea, it's a tea drinking country. Hmm. Yeah. So that's why they, that's, I think that's why their export of coffee is so big just because they don't drink any of it.
0: Yeah. That's super interesting.
2: Um, that was kind of like a throwback to last week, but I read that this week and I was like, yeah, it's always super interesting to learn even in hindsight. Yeah, so. but um, we were talking about just like knowing the people behind the coffee too, like because we always talk about traceability mm-hmm. all the time. Like that's like a big thing, especially like third and fourth wave coffees. Like we need traceability back to the the farm it's from. Yeah, and I'm like, in someone's running that farm, you know what I mean? Like we should mm-hmm. have as much focus on the person running the farm, yeah, rather than just like what soil he's using. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like there's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a level his, of his. Like, his life is affected by mm-hmm. when we mm-hmm. buy this coffee. Yeah,
0: yeah, like we are supporting local. We're well not local, but we're supporting small small businesses, businesses pretty yeah.
2: much. Yeah. 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 So cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we've kind of talked a lot about Ethiopia. This dude. This is a country so vast in um, coffee culture that we could talk for a really long time about it. Um, yeah, but like, we could
1: ahead? talk. Over this like over multiple weeks. Yeah.
0: Um, but let's go ahead and like start wrapping this up and get into our regularly scheduled uh, segments. Um, so why don't you
2: tell me what's in the bag this week? Uh, so I, Ethiopia is definitely my favorite coffee, 100%. Mm-hmm. So I think last week I talked about a few different coffees I had. That 309 coffee, I still have some of that. I still have some from Oak Cliff Coffee that was an mm-hmm. Ethiopian, um, but some of my parents got me uh, when they, we had the jazz band concert not too long ago. So they they brought some, they brought me some coffee from uh, Merit Coffee, yes. but it wasn't. It's not. It wasn't like not Merit. Uh, what's that other shop in Dallas? Davis Wayward, 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 because mm-hmm. they don't roast their own coffee, but they have like a rotation. Yeah, um, it was the
0: one from that you were talking about from
2: England. Uh, Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. So, um, Ooh, yeah, that one was good. So, okay. it's so good. Um, it's called Obadiah coffee and, um, it's from the Saddamo region in uh, Ethiopia. The, 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 yeah. But they give you the district. Um, we talked about it earlier. What the freak is the name of the district? Um, oh, the Abba,
0: Abba No, <laughs> <laughs> Aberdeen or Aberdeen do you, i can't remember something it yeah a, yeah we literally just talked
2: abber Aber john something like that yeah i forgot how to say it but um uh yeah and it, i think it was really cool that like and when you go to their website and look at this coffee it like tells you the name of like the the guy who owns the farms that it mm-hmm. came from yeah that's um, cool it, i guess that comes back to the traceability too so yeah for um, sure yep, cool they also have a coffee from china that i want to try but they said they were out yeah because so, cool. i've never had asian coffee so yeah cool yeah. So,
1: what's in your bag um it is the the ethiopian that i ordered from onyx Sheesh. and uh i'm always fake so Can never remember it off the top of your head. I know. <laughs> okay, it's a long name. It's a. Okay. Uh, it's, it's the one that's like Shantawanewane. Shantawaney. 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Shantawaney Hut Juniors. <laughs> um, I'm like literally pulling it up right now. Don't even worry. Uh, Ethiopia Elabensa Shantawaney Natural. Nice. that is the one I got. Yeah, I have. And I did brew in that as, same region. I did brew it as a V60, and it was really good. I really liked it. I think I think Caleb you tried mm-hmm. some of it. It was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, super um, fruity. Just everything that you expect an Ethiopian to be.
0: Yeah. Um, what I have in the bag this week. So, um, we ha- I have a or we really have a um event coming up. A where we're doing the pour over bar on campus. We'll, by the time this comes out, we may have already done it. So on the next episode, we'll talk about it. Um, but we have a pour over bar coming up, um, where we're going to do a bunch of like my coffee on rotation, um, for like Mm -hmm. on campus event. Um, Pull up, it'll be dope. Yeah, come, come pull up. It'll be super exciting to do. Um, so I have a lot of my Guatemalan, um, on, in stock. Wayway Tanago. Yeah, the Wayway Tanago. Straight. And then I have my Colombian, um, Sierra Nevada.
2: Where's your Ethiopian? Is it Yurgachev? Is that where you're from? And your then Ethiopian I have from? my
0: Ethiopia uh go grab it. It's right there. Alright, I got you. Uh, it's just left of that box.
1: Speaking of Guatemala, for any Joe Pine goers, we have Weiwei to Nargo back at Joe Pine. What is it? What's it say?
2: It's Yurgachev. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. It is Wilson. Um, that was yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so Your super excited about that. Boston, we'll, we'll give you all an update on Boston. it. Um, but that's always really nice having an event coming up and having plenty of my own stuff ready for mm-hmm. me just to enjoy the house. So, but as we sit and or go forward, we have um, Caleb losing to Josiah right now in trivia eight A-yop. to ten that's tragic you're just
2: better at guessing that's facts (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: um cool so for questions this week we have three um the first one i'm gonna let caleb answer first since he's behind if he gets it right then i'll let you have the first choice on the second it better be easy i hope it is um it's (laughs) i would say it's really easy i hope we can get it right but it's also like one of those things that i think. If a listener didn't know, it's a really good word to mm. know in your vocabulary. That's Oops. how
1: I know this is going to be a trash question. It's going to be <laughs> such a give me. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. Let me have
0: this. Um, but if he gets it wrong, like if he's an idiot, then <laughs> we'll speaking. just give it over to you or something. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Okay. So, pouring a little hot water on coffee grounds and letting it sit for about half a minute gives the carbon dioxide in the roasted beans a chance to escape. Bruh. This is called coffee. Blank and it gives <laughs> you a brew with a richer, flavor. bruh.
2: The bloom. Uh, <laughs> also, you said deoxide because <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, how do you say it? Dioxide, carbon dioxide. It's well, D-I-O. am sorry that I'm from East Texas, brother.
0: Okay. Center boy. <laughs> All right, so Caleb got the gimme. Let's go. That is 9 to 10. Hell. Josiah's is still in the lead. That's Bud Light, bro.
2: <laughs> 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 we <gets> don't get <laughs> political on this
0: podcast. <laughs> he gets to answer this one first. Um, I know we've talked about Ethiopia, but I saw this question. I was like, oh, let's answer it. We're going to need to go talk about this region eventually. Not growing region, but coffee culture mm-hmm. region. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Australia. Um. Oh. And so they have different names for all their different, um, like, drinks. Um, like, different than ours. And so what do they call in Australia an espresso? Any guesses? Uh, I, have,
2: I have. I think I have a guess, but I'll let Josiah go
0: first. Even if you're just like, man, I think this is a
1: trick question. I don't. I don't think it's a trick question. What what do they call? Yeah, like if you were to go into a
0: bar and just say, like, hey, can I have instead of espresso, you would say, can I have this
1: uh oh the word for meaning an espresso. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like when they would order
1: an espresso. Um Maybe give you something akin to an Americano.
0: No. Nope. That's wrong. That's okay. I forgive you. So, so back to Caleb. He can catch up here. Do Do they just like?
2: I kind of think it's a little bit of a question. Do they just like call it a coffee? No, they don't. like. That's also is, that, good. That, or is that just Italy? That in, they do that in Italy, which okay. is I, I didn't know if it was the same because like I know like Sage. That's from Australia. So, like, they had espresso a lot longer yeah, than we have. Like, so. their whole culture is surrounded yeah, by espresso. So, I didn't know if they yeah. just call it a coffee. It's
0: actually a short black. And oh. then an
2: Americano uh, a long would be a long black. black. Okay, that yeah. makes sense.
1: So, Got you. Got you. That makes cool. a lot of well,
0: sense. Still nine to ten going into our last question. <laughs> um, Coffee beans are found as the pit inside of a fruit, which is typically what color? This is also pretty easy. Um, but. W- what I'll accept two answers here.
1: Wait, what? I'll, I'll answer it's, it again. Sorry, ask the question I, again.
0: Coffee beans are found as the pit inside of a fruit, which is typically what color?
1: Like the color, like of the, the color fruit. of like the the, the fruit? fruit, Or the, or like color? the cherry, the bean, the fruit, the fruit. Who? It's Josiah's turn. Oh, freak. <laughs> um.
0: We talked. I think we talked about this like I mean, last week. Oh, when we oh, talked oh, about.
2: Oh, oh, it's red. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's just like a. This was a coffee cherry dog. Yeah, yeah, red. Okay, so just Jos- That Josiah, was lame. Still In the lead, nine to eleven. That was so lame.
0: <laughs> you got one freebie. He got one freebie. Nine eleven. Never forget. Josiah's in the lead. Uh, <laughs> but nice. Um, we will be back. Next week talking about smaller regions in Africa and we'll get to kind of nail down three or four yes. different regions and talk about mm-hmm. those. But cool. Thanks for joining us and we'll see y'all next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.